Six minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
In the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org from a, a CD entitled the Sphira album. Yom Echad is the name of that uh, track here at JM and the AM. Before that, the Amen Amen Acapella CD. You heard Masach Hashem, which is our Monday morning theme song. That's Mayor Sherman and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Monday on this July 21st, day 23 in the month of Tammuz, three weeks format Monday with 50, uh, 68 degrees, 88% humidity, winds are calm, sunny today with a high of 84, tonight mostly clear, low 68, tomorrow mostly sunny, a high temperature 86 degrees. Yushalayim is at 86, Tel Aviv, Haifa at 84. A lot at 93, up in Guilford, New York, where we had a fabulous, an absolutely fabulous Camp Missoura visiting day. 59 degrees, heading up to 81 later there today. It was just gorgeous yesterday. Even a little too hot in the afternoon. How do you like that? <laughs> that doesn't happen often. Um, a 68 right here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, to say it's been a difficult uh, couple of days since we last spoke, that would be uh, an understatement. Let's go through some of the news first and then talk about the terrible tragedies that befallen our people. Then we'll talk about some of the 
celebratory things that are going on this week, especially one that's happening today that I have the privilege of taking part in. You know how I'm going to begin, by the way? I'm going to begin by thanking those who showed up in Midtown Manhattan yesterday. There has been uh, a lot of discussion about the lack of reaction among uh, Jews in the New York, New Jersey area and supporters of Israel in the New York, New Jersey area. A lack of reaction uh, when it comes to street protests. And there are a lot of reasons, of course. Uh, we're, we're, we're in the dog days of summer, so to speak. And uh, there are a lot of people and uh, organizations that simply can't get a uh, good force of people or organized during this time or well organized. It's it's hard. It is hard. And I'm, I'm not uh, minimizing that. Uh, but then yesterday, I noticed uh, on our way back from camp, I noticed that um, there were specific emails with calls to action that were sent out from different organizations and kudos to them. Because based on the reports that we heard, those protests yesterday were well attended. Those rallies in support of Israel were well attended. The outrage that was expressed about what's going on in certain places in Europe against Jews and Jewish institutions and communities. Thank God somebody has spoken up. Thank God somebody is taking to the street. So if there's anybody out there that knows of more demonstrations, rallies, public displays of both outrage and support, depending on what the angle is. Uh, let us know. Email us. Let us know. We'd love to get the information out there. People are, in many cases, desperate to just get out for an hour and have their voices heard. Meanwhile, we'll tell you about Iron Dome and the latest news from Israel. A heavy barrage of rocket fire from Gaza set off sirens throughout Israel Monday morning, including in the, in the Tel Aviv and Beit Shemesh areas. A number of audible explosions were heard in the Tel Aviv area, which was targeted for the first time in several days. Rocket attacks in the city have been reduced since the beginning of the IDF ground invasion. Sirens were also heard in Ashkelon, Ashdod, Rishon Lutzion, Yavne, and Kiryat Malachi. The Iron Dome intercepted a total of five rockets over Ashdod and the greater Tel Aviv area, according to Channel 2. A total of 12 rockets were fired at Ashkelon, six of which were intercepted and six of which fell in open areas. No immediate reports of injuries or damage in the attack. Prior to the large salvo of rocket fire just before noon throughout the country, steady rocket fire had targeted Israeli communities directly bordering Gaza. A home in Steyrot was struck by a rocket in one of the attacks. The building sustained damage, but no injuries were reported. Thank God. Thank God on that front, there were no injuries. The Secretary of State of the United States will travel to Cairo today to meet with Egyptian and other senior officials on the situation in Gaza. The United States and our international partners are deeply concerned about the risk of further escalation and the loss of more innocent life. Led a statement by a state, read a statement by a State Department spokeswoman. The statement called for a ceasefire as soon as possible, adding that Secretary Kerry is working to support Egypt's initiative. U.S. President Obama expressed serious concern to Prime Minister Netanyahu on Sunday over the growing number of civilian Palestinian casualties in Israel's operation against Hamas in Gaza. 
In a phone call, Obama also told Netanyahu that U.S. Secretary of State Kerry was preparing travel to Cairo in order to seek an immediate cessation of hostilities based on a return to the November 2012 ceasefire agreement, according to a readout of the call from the White House. The American president stressed the need to protect civilians in Gaza and in Israel, the White House said. And, of course, the news that uh, has uh, really uh, devastated the Jewish world, and that is the number of IDF soldiers who have already lost their lives in this operation, specifically yesterday, which was a which was quite a bloody day, a day that uh, we all feared when the ground invasion began. We knew that there would be very challenging days and likely loss of life that uh, would be very difficult for everybody to handle. And uh, the IDF Monday announced that Staff, Starge, Staff Sergeant Moshe Malko, 20 years old from Jerusalem, was among the 13 Golani soldiers killed in action in Gaza early Sunday. Malko's funeral today at 4 p.m. at Har Herzl. He was promoted to Staff Sergeant from the rank of Sergeant following his death. The names of six of the other soldiers killed Sunday were released. Major Tzafrir Bar-Or, 32 years old from Cologne. Captain Svika Kaplan, 28 years old from Kedumim. Sergeant Oz Mandalovich from Avtalyon. Sergeant Sean Carmelli, 21 years old from Ranana, and I believe we read that he was from the state of Texas here in the United States. Sergeant Gilad Yacobi, 21 years old from Kiryat Ono. And Max Steinberg, a California kid from Beersheba. They're among those who were fatally injured in the uh, attacks and um and battle on Sunday. Today is a with all of this and um we know that we are all focused on what's happening in Israel and we are all praying for the welfare of the members of the IDF and the safety and security of our mother, brothers and sisters in the state of Israel. But today nonetheless with all of that is a special day. With everything that can get us down on a day like today, today is nonetheless a special day. Today, 100 children and their families from the United States will be starting new lives in the state of Israel. Despite the war, over 220 new olim from the U.S. and Canada depart JFK on Nefesh Benefesh today. A remarkable 100 of the passengers are children making Aliyah with their parents. 39 girls, 61 boys, 29 families, 54 singles on this landmark flight. Due to the complicated security situation in Israel, Nefesh Benefesh is reaching out to the Olim, briefing them, providing counseling and support. Each OLE will receive a special booklet by Israel's Ministry of Aliyah and Immigration Absorption on security measures when they get to JFK in terms of how to handle the code red siren sounds, etc. The OLIM will also be provided an English language manual from Israel's Home Front Command on how to talk to children about the situation. Nefesh Ben Nefesh translated that. 
And um, people will be going in all directions, north and south, from the airport to establish their brand new homes in Israel. Now, I will be on this flight. Uh, Miriam Wallach and I will be representing the Nahum Siegel Network on this flight today. And um, I strongly suggest keeping track of everything we do based on our uh, Facebook profiles, based on the Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page, simply entitled Nahum Siegel Network, on Twitter, uh, at Nahum Siegel Net, again on Twitter, at Nahum Siegel Net, and we'll try to update everybody throughout this journey. And uh, by the time you wake up in the morning, hopefully there'll be a lot of material out there about how special this trip was. Tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM, Benjamin Siegel is going to be hosting the radio show. It is a, um, it is the first time that he's hosting. It is a new innovation. And he'll be here in studios, one of our new trial subs here at JM in the AM. I will be in Israel and I'll be checking in, especially during the second half of the show, hopefully, if uh, the schedule works out. And we'll talk about the uh, incredible journey, the one that I have the privilege of being on today. Kudos to Nefesh Benefesh. Sarah Bergman, 31 years old, of Waterbury, Connecticut, says, Canceling or postponing our trip was never an option. Even though we're flying into a war zone, we're just as excited as we always were. She'll be making aliyah to Evan Shmuel with her husband and children. We are preparing our children by watching videos and talking about the situation. Our family is concerned, but this is where we're going. Dozens of Olim are planning to live in Israel south and north as part of a joint project to settle Olim in the Negev and the Galilee. Those who are planning to live in the south also receive special briefings about security. The farewell ceremony for the Olim takes place at JFK Airport this morning. I have a feeling that... uh, Compared to some of the past missions, some of the past Nefesh Benefesh trips, this is going to attract a tremendous amount of attention in the general media and in the Jewish media. I'd call it the expanded Jewish media, those who may not cover it normally. So that should be interesting. And uh, from what we are told, what's happening in Tel Aviv is going to be, um, let's see, how do I put this in a subtle manner? scaled down from what normally happens in Tel Aviv when Olim arrive by the hundreds with Nefesh Benefesh. From what we're told, um, most people have been asked not to join at the airport for the big celebration. There essentially will not be that type of big celebration as usual. Uh, and of course, this speaks to the probably the best way to sum up this trip Kadima, everyone is going forward, everyone is continuing with their plans, while at the same time taking whatever necessary precautions to stay safe and not put anybody in any type of danger. So that's what's happening today. Uh, we knew when we signed up for this it was going to be an interesting trip, after all what's happening in Israel. But as all this continues to happen, as the emphasis on moving forward and getting to Israel continues to uh, emanate from all these hundreds of Olim, while at the same time, Nefesh Benefesh and the government of the state of Israel is taking every precaution 
to make sure that everyone's safe and sound. That whole balance, that whole double story, basically tells the entire story of the modern Jewish people. And by modern, I mean in in the era of modern Jewish history. I didn't mean anything else by that. And uh, there are going to be a lot of very excited people today. But Israel and Nefesh Benefesh and the government is going to make sure that everyone stays as safe and sound as possible. There's no greater priority for them. We look forward to speaking to you from Israel tomorrow. Benjamin Siegel will be in studio. I will be on the telephone. It will be already Tuesday afternoon. We'll get an opportunity to review the entire journey. And I am looking forward to speaking to you from the Holy Land. And even though I'm not staying there, which is a discussion in and of itself, the fact that I'm able to uh, be in solidarity with everybody who's making this amazing decision is just incredible. So that happens tomorrow, and uh, we'll be back here Wednesday morning, uh, assuming everything lands on time, Wednesday morning right here at JM in the AM. Seven minutes before 7 o'clock on this Monday. We continue at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world in the web, jmnam.org. I stop before I uh, go back to the acapella selection because two quick things. There was no weekly update on this show on Friday. And I thought it was rather obvious from the way I was... Uh, presenting the fact that uh, Malcolm was not able to join us. I thought it was rather obvious who he was meeting with. Maybe it wasn't so obvious to everybody. Uh, let's just say it was a very, very, very high-level meeting that took place in Washington on Monday morning, uh, on Friday morning, and Malcolm was not able to join us. He will join us, please God, this coming Friday, and we'll talk about everything that's going on. And there is so much, of course, to discuss. So that was just one note about the weekly update. And the other thing is that uh, Mayor Weingarten has um, the Israel show every Monday right after this program between 9 and 10 o'clock Eastern time. He'll be doing the show live this morning with the latest on the war. He'll remember the soldiers who fell in battle over the last few days and disperse with appropriate selections of Israeli music. So make sure to be tuned in the Israel show. Between 9 and 10, jmandtheam.org, that's the place you find it. And, of course, you could use the NSN app. You could use our listen line. You could use all, all those variety of ways to tune in. Uh, head to the Facebook page, Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. You'll find it on facebook.com slash the Israel Show. That is the easiest way to uh, access the material that he's using to see some of the videos and news items that Mayor posts on a constant basis, especially during the program. And my thanks to Matis Weingast. Uh, I thank Matis because um, he put together an amazing show yesterday, appropriate for the three weeks for JM Sunday, but then the added component of a comprehensive English-language newscast, much appreciated by everybody, including me. My thanks to Matis for a great JM Sunday yesterday at jmandtheam.org.
J.M. and the A.M. Monday morning, news from Israel coming up. Acapella format for the three weeks. We head to Israel later today with Nefesh Benefesh on this inspiring flight. It'll be a bit different than usual. Uh, we will not have the uh, the same type of fanfare in Tel Aviv that normally happens. Uh, in the interest of um, safety and security, that's been curtailed a bit. But the I can only imagine the spirit, the attitude, the incredible... Uh, mindset that the people, young and old, on that flight today are going to have. Over 200 people, brand new Olim, heading to the Holy Land. I'm privileged to be on that flight and can't wait tomorrow to tell you about it. Benjamin Siegel will be here in studio. I'll be in Israel, and you'll hear from me Tuesday afternoon after the incredible journey. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. I believe, even though things are curtailed, you'll be able to watch the arrival in Tel Aviv on the um, amazing video show that Nefesh Benefesh does every time there's a flight to Israel, nbn.org.il. We'll get the details and pass that along to you coming up if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Galaital in the background, news from Israel coming up and plenty more, of course, on this Monday. Mayor Weingarten in the Israel show right after JM in the AM, if you keep it at jmintheam.org, or listen in on our brand new NSN app. Galaital, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. מתחי רקטות נורו בשעה האחרונה לכיוון אשקלון ואשדוד. אין נפגעים. מאשקלון מדווחת כתבתנו תמר ירושלמי. הזקות נשמעו בחוף אשקלון בשער הנגב, באשדוד ובאשקלון. בשער הנגב נפלו שתי רקטות בשטחים פתוחים ואחת התפוצצה בין בתים. גם באשקלון שתיים נפלו בשטחים פתוחים ואחת התפוצצה בין בתים. אין נפגעים ולא נגרם נזק. בדקות האחרונות נשמעו הזקות גם במועצה האזורית אשכול. לא ירדו על נפגעים. כתבנו רמי שניים ורום ליאור מוסרים שבצהריים פגעו רקטות ישירות בבתים באשדוד ובשדרות. הנט שמתגוררת בבית בשדרות שוחחה עם יעל דן. אמא שלי ואחותי ישנו כל אחת בחדר שלה, וכשהיה צבע אדום אז התעצבתי להם כדי שהם יתעוררו ויבואו איתי לתוך הממ"ד. ואיך שהם באו להיכנס לממ"ד היה פיצוץ ממש נורא חזק, מזל שהספקנו להגיע לממ"ד, ואז יצאנו מהחלון של הממ"ד שם. ראש הממשלה נתניהו אומר שצה"ל מתקדם בשטח בהתאם לתוכניות והמבצע ילך ויתרחב עד שיושג היעד השבת השקט לאזרחי ישראל לתקופה ממושכת. בתוך כך שר האוצר יאיר לפיד הודיע שיתקצב את מיגון בית החולים ברזילי באשקלון. היו חסרים 30 מיליון שקלים, אנחנו תקצבנו אותם בלילות האחרונים. בית החולים הזה ימוגן על כל ודאי המיון שלו, ודאי חדרי טיפול הנמרץ, כי לא יכול להיות שיתחילו להעביר פצועים באמצע הלילה או בתוך כדי אירוע ביטחוני כמו באירוע הנוכחי. אנחנו נותנים עכשיו כיפת ברזל כלכלית לתושבי הדרום. כמובן דחינו תשלומי מע"מ ומס הכנסה. סיימנו במהלך היום הזה את הדיון מול ארגוני המעסיקים, מול ההסתדרות, על הפיצויים ועל הנזקים העקיפים. רב סרן צפריר בר אור שנפל בקרב בשכונת שג'עיה הובא למנוחות בשעה האחרונה בבית העלמין בחולון. אלמנתו סיוון שנמצאת בהיריון מתקדם ספדה לו. תודה על הזוגיות המדהימה. 
המשפחה שזכינו להקים. הבטחנו לשמור עליה מכל משמר, הבטחנו להיות ביחד לעולמים. העוף שלי יקר, הצפריר שלי המדהים, הצנוע כל כך, אוהב האדם. בשבילי אתה תמיד תהיה מלך העולם. אני אוהבת אותך. בעקבות שורת המקרים של משפחות שקיבלו דיווחים על מות יקיריהם באמצעות הודעות וואטסאפ, סבו של גלעד שייר עזרא קורא להילחם בתופעת הפצת האשמות ברשת. אני שוב מבקש, אנא, מכל הציבור, מכל מי ששומע אותנו, תפסיקו להרוס משפחות עם הוואטסאפ. תפסיקו לגרום לחרדות להרבה אנשים, לכולם יש ילדים בצבא. סניף בנק לאומי בחיפה לא מאפשר לעוברי אורח להיכנס אליו בזמן אזעקות. תושבים שניסו לתפוס מחסה בסניף גילו שהדלתות נעולות ועובדי המקום אמרו להם שהם מוזמנים לרוץ לתחנת הכרמלית מעבר לכביש. הפרטים המלאים והתגובות מיד אחרי החדשות במשדר מיוחד בין שעתיים של תוכניתנו יהיה בסדר עם אביב לביא ויונה לייבזון. התחזית מחר עלייה בטמפרטורות. ולסיום, ילדים משכונת רמת החייל בתל אביב שלחו חבילות לחיילי צה"ל בחזית. בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים, ביקש חייל המילואים אלון להודות לאחת הילדות ליה. שהוא יחזור לבית שלהם ובבים, ש... שלא יפגעו ושהם יהיו חזקים. אלון? וואי. מה אתה בוכה? מותר להתרגש, מותר. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. התוכנית בחסות אופרייט, המציעה יונדה.
Gerstner composition done in a Hasidic capella here at JM in the AM. Twelve minutes after seven o'clock. Good morning, JM in the AM Monday on this uh, three weeks format Monday. 
Reminder that the Home Run Heroes game takes place on Wednesday night. Robert Katz is going to be doing the brilliant play-by-play from MCU Park when the Flatbush Hatsala goes up against the NYPD. Officially 6.30, so I guess we'll start our webcast about 6.15 Eastern Time this coming Wednesday night. Join Robert Katz and myself at the home of the Brooklyn Cyclones as the uh, NYPD and Flatbush Hatsala go up against each other. Tickets and information at 516-459-9534, 516-459-9534. Also want to uh, wish a mazel tov to New York State Assembly Speaker Sheldon Silver. Camp Cayley and the Dr. Joe Silver campus uh, recognize the service of Speaker Silver at Silver Day this past Thursday up at Camp Cayley. And they're going through a transition now. I think it's the uh, the day between the boys and girls camps up at Camp Cayley in Wurtsboro, New York. Anyway, Mazal Tov to a Speaker Silver uh, for all his work on behalf of Camp Cayley. And I'm sure that was a spectacular day this past uh, Thursday. A special good morning to those who are heading to the 16th annual High Lifeline Golf Outing. This is happening in Connecticut today. Oh, they have a great day for that, I'll tell you that much. To everybody who's raising money for High Lifeline, uh, this time through the highgolf.org, highgolf.org. We've been telling everybody about bike for high. Here you can golf for high. <laughs> um... So that's happening uh, today. We say good morning to everybody who's heading out for that event. And a reminder that um, our friends at Project Witness present a very special event. It's called In One Split Second, Monday night, a week from tonight at the Museum of Jewish Heritage, Harav Yisrael Mayer Lau, Malcolm Honline, and Ruth Lichtenstein. Many others as well will be presenting in this very special Project Witness world premiere. Again, it is called In One Split Second. Happens Monday night, a week from tonight at the Museum of Jewish Heritage downtown. I'll give you more information later on. Hope everyone is able to attend. Today, 200-plus Olim during these trying times, a very challenging summer in Israel are heading to the Holy Land, and I am privileged to be on that flight today. Miriam Wallach and I will be representing the Nahum Siegel Network. Tomorrow, Benjamin Siegel will be in this studio. I will be on the phone on a Tuesday afternoon, ready to describe what it was like to be with 220-plus Olim with their families, 100 kids, as they made Aliyah during this July of 2011, or 2014, I should say, <laughs> to Israel. The folks at Nefesh Benefesh have altered things based on security and safety instructions by the Home Front Command. They will no longer host their arrival ceremony in the way that you're used to at Ben Gurion Airport. That meaning this time, not no longer forever. For this trip, there may not be a formal ceremony for their 51st charter Aliyah flight, but the Olim are sending a distinct and strong message that we, the Jewish people, will continue to build our beautiful state of Israel despite all odds. 
So upon landing, the Olim will go through their regular, uh, the regular thing that they need to go through, but, um, there'll be no friends and family greeting them at the airport that they could do through social media, as Nefesh Benefesh has explained, and certainly at their homes when they get there. But the typical celebration is not there, which says a lot about the fact that everyone's going and everyone wants to be there in Israel, put their roots down in the Holy Land, and at the same time, the safety and security and concern for everybody involved is utmost important. And um, that will be uh, adhered to, monitored, dealt with in a very... Very smart fashion. I'll tell you all about it tomorrow after I arrive with this very special Nefesh Benefesh flight in the Holy Land. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, who just returned recently from Israel, joins us next if you keep it here at JM in the AM. Thank you. 
Sean Altman and Noah Solomon with Havdalah off of the Shabbos a cappella CD. 20 minutes after 7 o'clock, our good friend Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Schoenfeld, of course, uh, we know from uh, the OU, and he joins us before Pesach each year, but he is the rabbi as well of the uh, Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills and represented the National Council of Young Israel in the solidarity mission that took place last week. He can give us a perspective of being in Israel during this time and encourage everybody to do the same. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's good to be here in between Pesach. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice to have you on. Um, start with the story you told me from this past weekend, then we'll go to the Solidarity Mission. People don't realize what our brothers and sisters in Europe, before we discuss Israel, what our brothers and sisters in Europe are going through. What did you find out before this past Shabbos? Right, as you say, in Europe, things are awful in Paris and, and, and in London and those areas, unfortunately, that of, of uh, usual happenings. What was unusual, this past uh, Shabbos, my brother, Aryeh, uh, Rabbi Aryeh Schoenfeld, who was a, 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 a Gerachosid, uh, not a, a, a full-fledged Gerachosid, he uh, lives in, in, uh, in Zurich, he was to make a bris for a grandson uh, on this past Shabbos, therefore a Shabbos for Friday night in the shul. He was called by the Zurich police uh, Friday afternoon and asked not to do it in the shul. It's not a good idea for Jews to be outside Friday night, this past Friday night. The reason being uh, because they had word that there were going to be uh, about 2,000 Muslims expected to roam, so to speak, roam through the city's Jewish uh, areas of the city of Zurich. And um, many of them were to come in from uh, were being ported, the uh, the good resource coming in from um, uh, from uh, from, Fra- from France, and um, so uh, it was quite uh, unnerving, as you could imagine. And they were told by the police to stay home. So my father, my brother made the shalom zahar in his house. Now um, the bris went on off okay. And it turns out the shalom zahar in his house went on all right. But uh, thankfully, the police had enough uh, gumption. And, and uh, fortitude to keep those um, French uh, fine citizens from coming in. So it didn't uh, it, it 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 didn't quite come off the way it was supposed to. And I think the event, in fact, might have been canceled because the the Zurich police uh, stood their ground. Essentially, they saw they didn't have the cooperation, quote unquote, of the police. But what you're what you're telling us in this story from Friday is emblematic of what's happening in so many different places in Europe. I mean, we read about the, the synagogues and the protests and the the danger that Jews are in. We read about the Aliyah from places like Paris. You mentioned Paris specifically earlier. Um, we're here in the United States, and before we talk about Israel, we don't realize what our brothers and sisters in Europe are going through. It, it, it's very, very true, and, uh, it, and it also points to the fact, Nahum, that the, that the enmity towards Israel by the Arab population has nothing to do with territory, with settlements, and nothing. It's raw anti-Semitism. What are a few very peaceful, docile, in fact, even non-Zionist Jews, I would say, the Hasidic community of Zurich, what do they have to do with, uh, with what goes on in the Middle East? I mean, we know our hearts are, are connected. The most Hasidic Jews' heart is connected every day, but we're not, there's nothing political about the state of Israel with the community in Zurich. But they know they're Jews, and that's what they're out to get, is Jews. 
and that points to it very, very directly. Uh, as if the whole Gaza fight hasn't shown clearly has nothing to do with, with territory. Uh, I want to just add, Nachum, sure. um, point of interest that my brother, as he's walking in the street Friday afternoon, an elderly Swiss lady, a Gentile lady, came to him and said, I just want you to know that I apologize to you on behalf of the Swiss people. This is not us. These are all foreigners. These are, this is not the Swiss people. We don't do such things. This was Friday afternoon. Wow. So, uh, yeah. There's so some good... That was somewhat heartening. Yeah, there's some good people out there. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld live with us via telephone. Uh, so you were part of the National Council of Young Israel journey that... Uh, or represented the National Council of Young Israel as the President's Conference and others went to Israel for a uh, solidarity mission last week. What was that like? That was an incredible experience. I was, you know, I'm, I'm not, not the great heroic type, and I was, uh, you know, hesitant, as you can imagine, to go into the line of fire. Uh, my wife was, uh, Perry, she was, she was just terrific, and she did encourage me, and my father was encouraging me, and, and then the National Council was in touch with me, and they did ask me to go. It turned out, I was told this would be an incredible three days, and it, uh, did not, was not, this did not disappoint me. It really was an incredible three days of meeting every, just about every important minister and deputy minister from Avigdor Lieberman through uh, Shimon Peres, uh, through Naftali Bennett. The only one of uh, major importance we could not meet with was uh, Netanyahu. I guess he was a little bit busy. But um, met Ruby Rivlin. And, uh, and I think the highlight in my mind, and many of ours mind, was meeting with uh, Rachel, uh, was, was, I'm sorry, was, was, was meeting with Rachel Frankel mm. uh, in one incredible woman an incredible woman a i call her the new mama rachel <laughs> uh, some some an unbelievable lady and she only she didn't say much uh but she did and i, I and if you know time allows i'll tell you something that she told me which yeah please take away. so when we met with her you know she walked into this room it was right actually the third day city there were some people already left there was a bit of a smaller gathering she walked in and the atmosphere was was tense uh, you can cut the atmosphere with, with, a, with a knife, uh, but only because we just felt we were in the presence of somebody very awesome, and of course, then the surroundings spoke for itself. And people poured out their hearts, and different women told, spoke as mothers, and we, we can't even begin to imagine what you went through. And she kept her upbeat spirit. She had that, that smile that we become familiar with, oh, you know, with the media. We, 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 she just remained, re, remained with that smile, and she told us, how, uh, well, you know, you've done so much for me in seeing that we have this horse of unifying Kali Israel. And as she says, you know, we may have many minds, but we all, Jews have one heart. Uh, I, I told her uh, in my remarks to her, I said, Mrs. Frankel, I hope you, maybe you'll consider this. I, I, we all struggled with all those feelings that we had. From the, from the area of the cult, thousands gathered throughout the world, every nook and cranny throughout the world, Thousands gathered to say to him, we know that. What happened to all those fillers? Where, where did they go? We're bothered by that. And I said, Mrs. Frankel, I, I have this thought. And I think those fillers were shifted. And they were shifted to the Zuchus of Kali Yisrael. During, at that time, of course, was before the, the, uh, the ground effort. But it's, it's shifted to the Zuchus of, for, for Kali Yisrael. And the Israelis now undergoing this bombardment. And when one nest after the other took place, we, we were, uh, we ran into story after story of these Nisim of people who escaped that. And so I think it shifted to, to them. That's where these fillers were pocketed and used now. And she, she was moved by that. And she, she said, I really thank you for that thought, but I have to tell you, our attitude really has to be Nistarim Darke Hashem, 
some the ways of God are just hidden from us. We don't know. And what I took from her, what she was telling me, was like a, a, I was thunderstruck from this book. But what she was trying to tell me was, you know, you don't have to be God's defense lawyer. Right. Come up with a reason and rationale why things happen. Right. You just have to learn to accept that sometimes God does things and we'll never will understand why. And how she has the fortitude to do just that is so hard to believe. Rabbi Yellow Schoenfeld is with us. Um, Rabbi Schoenfeld, the, um, the, the ground invasion, as you just mentioned, has begun, of course, and we see the toll that it's taking, and we certainly hope all those tefillos of past and present are going to be very effective, especially when we keep in mind the IDF and every one of our brothers and sisters in Israel, and we look forward, as I mentioned to you, and to our listeners uh, going to Israel later today. Um, the reaction of the American Jewish community, uh, are we still going to see, in your opinion, the Tehillim gatherings, the prayer rallies, the synagogues like yours and others being the backbone of gatherings to uh, to keep our brothers and sisters in mind? Are we going to be taking to the streets to get the message out? What is your impression as you've come back from this solidarity mission and tried to convey all those messages to the American Jewish community? Well, in our own community, we already had a message to Hillam gathering uh, in the shul, if, and if you know the community, where it's known as Rabbi Albaum shul, right. uh, but it was a community-wide Hillam gathering, as we've been having for, having for many weeks in a row in various shuls, including our own, I think it's with Two Gardens Hills. So we have been gathering locally for Tehillim, no question about it, and each time the shuls are packed to the upstairs, downstairs, machitza, and both sides. But um, I, it, it definitely should be something for the streets, because the Arabs know how to do this. And uh, it's not being done, and I think because we're on vacation. Arabs are not on vacation. Muslims, as you see, coming from are willing to come in from France to Switzerland. They're not on vacation. You you just uh, you just send out the word on Facebook, or whatever they do. They're there in a minute. But we're busy in summer camps. We're busy planning our our vacations. And, and truthfully, I'm on vacation myself, and I'm, I'm feeling it was planned well in advance. And I feel very guilty. But unless the organized community. Um, comes together, and it must, it can only be done through established, organized community that massive events have. And I want to tell you something, Malcolm. Uh, I was driving on uh, Route 91. Um, I'm here in New Hampshire. Uh, I've never been in New Hampshire in my life. Uh, but I'm going to get off to get some gas, and, um, and then to get back, we were coming north, and I wanted to get back to Route 91 to go north. It's in the middle of, I don't know where, somewhere in, in, in Massachusetts. And uh, anyway, I try to get back north, and it's blockaded. You can't get back onto Route 91 north, and they don't tell you which way to go, what you got to do. So I asked directions, how do I get back to Route 91? They gave me this way and that way, go through Main Street. So I go through this Main Street, and there's a little two-by-four town, and all of a sudden, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. A bunch of Jews, uh, from Jews, non-from Jews, with Israeli flags, some saying to Hillam, gathered on a corner outside a church. <laughs> this happens to be a church, and and they're and they're and they're saying to and this pro-Israel rally. I say there was maybe fifty of them, and I'm whoa, this is like an oasis. What is this? And I and I stopped at my car and I got out and I said, I'm where am I? I said, where am I? What is this? Where where did I land? And they said, well, you're in uh, Northampton, uh, Massachusetts. I think that was the name of the town. I said, but I, I'm surprised to see. There's a Jew here. Oh no, we have a few Jews, and we gathered, and here we are. And some woman with a table was holding to him. She was telling me, and then I met a fellow, a Lubavitcher guy. Look, Lubavitch, his name was Yaakov Wolf. He tells me, 
I mean, he might have been the leader of the rub of the, the local uh, the local community there, or the Chabad representative. It was an incredible sight to behold. So you never know. Right? You never know. You never know. They said, of course, there was a pro-Arab uh, rally. Right. So this uh, was their Friday response. Before, with right. They figure um, a lot of Jews there, naturally. All right. Well, I hope but, that, uh, I hope. I mean, we saw it last night in Midtown. Uh, there are some people, pro-Israel people, who are at a moment's notice gathering and uh, hopefully if the effort gets more organized we'll see more and more people reacting as you said it's extremely effective and extremely important Malcolm, i imagine that uh, uh you have to you have other things to say. If, if you if we have a minute i'd like to just leave you one thought a uh, takeaway thought from the solidarity mission please or a number but one of them we met with a guy named yalik shafir and yalik shafir not at all a religious person he did five thousand hours of flight into the uh, iaf these were the air force He's also a major commander for the Iron Dome. Uh, he said to us, among other things, he said to us, he said, you know, maybe we're the, uh, the chosen people, but what I do know is that we are the burdened, burdened people. And what he meant to say by that is that we are burdened by our values. And that is the, you know, we, we could go in and carpet bomb. But he says, as, as Jews, we just can't. Of course, there's international pressure, naturally, not to do so. But he says, we can't even consider that, because as Jews, we are so concerned about the loss of life yep. that we are, we are burdened by our values. And that was a, a very, very telling thought. Uh, by the way, Prime Minister uh, um, Perez, sorry, President Perez, who's not the most religious person, but he's a gentleman, and as much as we vehemently disagree with him on so many issues, but uh, he said to us, you know, we don't believe in miracles, in Israel, but we count on them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and true it is, except we do believe in miracles. There's no question about that. Rabbi Schoenfeld, I thank you. Call a to you and the entire group, and thanks for joining us this morning. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, he represented the National Council of Young Israel in the Solidarity Mission last week. We do our own Solidarity Mission today, heading with Nefesh Benefesh to the Holy Land with over 220 Olim, looking forward to this incredible journey. The fortitude, the attitude, the inspiration, every adjective you could ever, ever use to describe this journey. We're looking forward to it later today and uh, look forward to speaking to you tomorrow from the Holy Land as we review this entire journey. It's going to be a different one than last year. Last year was a very different Nefesh Benefesh journey with great celebration, lots of fanfare, and less tension. This one uh, is different, except in the fact that it's a full plane of people who refuse to postpone or cancel their trip to Israel. They're heading north, they're heading south, they're heading to the Holy Land to establish their roots and to openly proclaim that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on the three weeks. We read in Yermio concerning the exile, Hahemer Goy Elohim has a nation ever exchanged its gods, even though they are not genuine gods. Yet, my people has exchanged its glory for something of no avail. The Koch of Miyakov tells of a person who was supported by his father-in-law for a number of years. After that, his father gave him some money. He told him to go to Leipzig to the market to buy some wares. However, the son-in-law wasn't too bright. He brought back a whole trailer load of toothpicks. When he returned home, his father-in-law yelled at him, You Botlin, 
This chayr, this merchandise could remain with you for 70 years and you won't sell it. He had no choice, but he let his son continue and he waited a number of years. The father-in-law began to say to himself, what's the tachlis here? So he gave him some more money. He told him to go back to the big city and buy something that was going to be worthwhile, not something worthless like toothpicks. It was close to the Yom Naroim, and someone offered him a whole trailer load of shoifers. The son-in-law thought this was an excellent purchase because people would be buying shoifers at this time of year. Of course, when he returned home, the father-in-law was very upset. He yelled again, You botlin, those shoifers are going to last until Mashiach comes. Without any other choice, he left his son-in-law alone, and the shoifers were stored near the toothpicks. The father-in-law was thinking, what's he going to do with all this worthless merchandise? He contacted a merchant that he knows and asked him if he could possibly sell the toothpicks. He told him, whatever you can get for it, please take anything at all. Then he contacted another merchant and he asked him, please could he find something to trade for the shoifers? He tells each one to look for some merchandise that would be better than what he is trading. Sure enough, a few weeks pass, he receives correspondence from the first merchant. The first one writes that he had been able to trade the toothpicks for shoifers. The second one ecstatically informed him that he was successful in exchanging the shoifers for toothpicks. The father-in-law could not believe his eyes. The son-in-law asked, why was he so upset? After all, here you have experienced veteran merchants they failed just as he had. The father-in-law answered, No, it was not quite the same. I had in my storehouse two worthless loads of merchandise that couldn't be sold. What more could I hope for than that one would be exchanged for the other? You, however, had in your hands Kesef Mizuman. You had money, and you bought two worthless things, a Mysotipshis. This is what the Novi tells us here. Others trade nothing for nothing. But did you ever find a nation who would exchange an Elohim Chaim for a different God, that is Eitzva Evan, wood or stone? My nation changed my covet for a God that can never benefit them at all. And so it is during these three weeks that we realize we must come back even closer to the Elohim Chaim, to the living Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
In the AM, Little Bird, done by Avrami Flom from a CD entitled The Songs of the Three Weeks here at JM in the AM. Ten minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning. Welcome to 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world in the web, jmintheam.org. Tomorrow uh, on this program, Benjamin Siegel will be in studio. I'll be in Israel on the heels of this uh, historic Nefesh Benefesh journey. Despite the war, over 220 brand new Olim from the U.S. and Canada will be departing today from Kennedy Airport. And I'm looking forward to be part of that journey, of that flight. The uh, flight includes 39 children who are girls, 61 children who are boys. That's right, 100 kids, 29 families, 54 singles on this landmark flight. Now, the um, the nature of the arrival in Israel is going to be different than what we're used to. Many of you know, many of you know, and it's, it's one of the highlights of the, uh, of the incredible... Nefesh Benefesh journey, the big celebration in Israel, that's going to be curtailed somewhat. That's going to be curtailed somewhat because uh, of the security situation in Israel. So it's going to be a little different, but boy, is this journey going to be inspiring. And Miriam Wallach and I are going to be representing the Nachum Siegel Network on that flight today. Heading to Aretz, to Israel with these over 220 Olim. Tomorrow, when Benjamin Siegel is hosting JM in the AM, I'll be calling in, discussing what that flight was like. And um, hopefully it'll inspire, hopefully it'll inspire the Jewish world. We woke up this morning and went to sleep last night with a lot of challenging stories in our, in our minds. A lot of news items that uh, that we had a feeling were coming. IDF soldiers who are no longer with us who fought 
against the enemy. People getting killed and injured in battle now that the ground invasion has begun. And we had a feeling that would happen. So we look for inspiration and good news. We look to take to the streets to make our voices heard. But we also look for the positive. And the positive today is that Nefesh Benefesh sends over 220 Olim from Kennedy Airport and from different areas of North America through Kennedy Airport to Israel, north and south, all directions. We're looking forward to being part of it. And again, tomorrow I'll have more for you from the Holy Land right here at JM in the AM. Mayor Weingarten, with an appropriate Israel show, he'll be doing it live. He'll be mentioning and discussing the soldiers who were taken from us, whose lives were shortened by the enemy in this uh, in this war, and, of course, appropriate music as well. The Israel show with Mayor Weingarten, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, right after JM the AM, on jmtheam.org. Go to uh, the facebook.com slash the Israel show page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Six minutes before 8 o'clock, a reminder that Project Witness is planning a few events commemorating the 70 years since the destruction of Hungarian Jewry, featuring an original riveting documentary entitled In One Split Second. The premiere showing is going to happen Monday night at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. That's by reservation only. So you can call Project Witness at 718-WITNESS, 718-WITNESS. And Rabbi Lau and Malcolm Honline are all part of that program Monday night. Tuesday, it'll be in Flatbush. Wednesday night next week up in the Catskills. Information 718-WITNESS, 718-948-6377, 718-948-6377. And again, this coming Monday night, a week from tonight, the Museum of Jewish Heritage, with Rabbi Yisrael Mayer Lau, Malcolm Honline, Ruth Lichtenstein, Many distinguished members of the community. And um, for information, 718-WITNESS, 718-WITNESS, to make your reservations. The documentary is entitled, In One Split Second. It's the world premiere a week from tonight at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. On a much lighter note, I want to remind everybody that we will have the uh, NYPD Hatzalah game. Uh, we'll have that call online, led by our amazing Robert Katz, and that's happening at 6.15 p.m. Eastern Time this coming Wednesday night from MCU Park. I'm scheduled to be back here for Jam and the on, th- on Wednesday morning, so certainly hope to join everybody Wednesday night from MCU Park. You know, the, um, the earlier we spoke to Rabbi Schoenfeld, and uh, we were discussing uh, Europe, and we were discussing the the goals of those who are protesting against the Jewish community in Europe. And um, yesterday, I, I found this online somewhere, and I thought it was a uh, it was something worth reading and worth uh, spreading throughout the community. When is criticism of Israel acceptable? When is criticism of Israel acceptable? It was Natan Sharansky who developed a test for gauging acceptable criticism of Israel. something uh, when, when is something fair comment? When is something a fair comment? And when does it cross the line into something uglier? He calls it the 3D test. 
the 3D test. The first D is the test of demonization. When the Jewish state is being demonized, when Israel's actions are blown out of all sensible proportion, when comparisons are made between Israelis and Nazis, and between Palestinian refugee camps and Auschwitz, this is anti-Semitism, not legitimate criticism of Israel. The second D is the test of double standards. When criticism of Israel is applied selectively, when Israel is singled out by the UN for human rights abuses while the behavior of known and major abusers, such as Iraq, Iran, Syria, Russia, Ukraine, China, Cuba, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Libya, Egypt is ignored. When Israel's Magain David Adom alone among the world's ambulance services is denied admission to the International Red Cross. This is anti-Semitism. The third D is the test of delegitimization. When Israel's fundamental right to exist is denied, alone among all peoples in the world, this too is anti-Semitism. What all of these three Ds have in common, if you think about it, is that all of them constitute criticism that goes far beyond a comment on any specific policy or action. Demonizing and delegitimizing are explicitly an assault on the core identity of Israel. They claim that Israel's problems are inherent and unchangeable. A double standard canard implicitly suggests a similar level assault. By applying a double standard to Israel and raising issues that are apparently irrelevant for other nations, the implication is clear. The problem is not the issue, but with Israel. I don't hate what Israel does. I hate Israel, period. And therefore, whatever she will do, I will criticize her. She can never placate me because I despise her in her core. And this is the type of criticism Israel faces so often. Founded online, analysis by Natan Sharansky on his test for gauging acceptable criticism of Israel. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
Tomorrow, here on this program, Benjamin Siegel is going to be hosting. I'll be calling in from Israel. 
Miriam Wallach and I are representing the Nahum Siegel Network on the Nefesh Benefesh flight that takes place later today, over 220 Olim. Back here on Wednesday, but not before tomorrow's show, and we call in and tell everybody what it's like, what it's like to be with uh, over 220 Jewish heroes during a time like this. A time when we're losing uh, some of our soldiers, a time when the Jewish world is desperately trying to react with uh, support and with protests and demonstrations when appropriate. A time when uh, we wonder what there is to be done, what can we do. And to those who've gone ahead and have uh, formed different groups and organizations and organized efforts to help the soldiers in Israel, kol kavod. On the flight today, 100 children, 220 people, uh, over 220 people, 100 children on the flight today. The future of the Jewish peoples in the state of Israel, and it seems the future of the Jewish peoples on that flight. <laughs> A lot of people are going to be part of the action today as we head to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh. I would hope that the ceremony at JFK is going to attract even more attention than usual. In Israel, things will be a bit different. It will not be the full-fledged welcoming ceremony that we're used to and we're used to watching. Uh, due to some safety and security concerns, they're not going to gather everybody, family and friends, at the Ben Gurion Old Terminal. Uh, they will instead ask people to go to the individual Olim's homes and welcome them there. We'll tell you all about it tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Someone just sent me a note that our friends at Congregation B'nai Yashurin in Teaneck, New Jersey, has started a, uh, a, tzahal, a Tzahal project, a project to help the Soldiers of Israel. They are raising money for three key items. Olive green, dry fit tzitzit. Magain Yisrael, Tehillim, and Sidur for combat soldiers. And a package of mouth-watering goodies that the soldiers will be receiving in Israel. Those who are interested, you can make checks payable to the American Friends of the IDF Rabbinate. American Friends of the IDF Rabbinate, the checks are 100% tax deductible. And um, you could send those donations care of the Katz family at 573 Winthrop Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. You could also go online on the American Friends of the IDF Rabbinate website, which I'm told you could find through youngisrael.org. And you could literally support the cause there with your credit card. So anybody who's, of course, in the Teaneck, Bergen County area, you can, uh, I'm sure, log on to multiple locations, and you'll see how to support the B'nai Yishurin Sahal project. Uh, we, we say this and we, um, point this out, this one specific project to encourage more and more synagogues to get involved and to really get everybody out there who wants to participate in some way, shape, or form involved in the, uh, in the effort to help the Chayalim 
We're reading so much and watching so much about what's happening now in Israel, and we pray for the uh, safety and security of our soldiers. Uh, whenever possible, whenever we can help, it would be much appreciated. I want to remind everybody about a couple of things. First of all, the uh, High Lifeline 16th Annual Golf Outing is happening today up in Connecticut. People are golfing on behalf of High Lifeline. I want to say good morning to those who are on their way right now to the Fairview Country Club in Greenwich. Big yeshikach to all of you. Wednesday night, your chance to support the work of uh, Hatzala and Flatbush and the NYPD. Wednesday night, MCU Park. It's the Home Run Heroes unforgettable baseball game of the NYPD versus Hatzala. Tickets in a bunch of locations are by dialing 516-459-9534. Again, that's 516-459-9534 for information. We'll be there Wednesday night. Robert Katz, the brilliant play-by-play announcer, is going to be calling the game starting at about eight, starting at about six fifteen Eastern time this coming Wednesday night. Make sure you're on our site jmnam.org or on the app NSN app, and you'll be able to uh, check it out and enjoy the baseball game. If you're in the stadium, make sure to listen on your smartphone as well. A week from tonight, the Museum of Jewish Heritage is the place. Project Witness presents a brand new stirring documentary entitled In One Split Second. On this 70th anniversary of the, of the, of the, how do I put this? The challenges of Hungarian jury. There's one way of putting it. Um, they all have an event Monday night, July 28th at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Project Witness presents In One Split Second. The documentary will be shown. Presentations include Rabbi Yisrael Mayer Lau and Malcolm Honline. It's a week from tonight at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. 718-WITNESS for this historic event. 718-WITNESS. Again, 718-WITNESS. Make sure to uh, to get your reservations in and attend that very important event. Quarter after 8 o'clock. It's a JM in the AM Monday. Tomorrow, Benjamin Siegel in studio. I will be in Israel. We'll be calling in and sharing thoughts on this historic day that we get to participate in, and that is the the Nefesh Benefesh flight with over 220 Olim together on one plane declaring that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Shiru Lashem Shi Hadash, Shiru Lashem Kola Aretz, Shiru Lashem Bahushemo, Bathumiyom Leom Yeshuato Sapuba Goim Kvodo Behola Amin Nifleota Kigadol Hashem Umulal Meod Norao Alkol Elokim Sapuba Goim Kvodo Behola Amin Nifleota Kigadol Hashem Nora 
Yisrael Edry, with that, uh, with that selection entitled Shiru Lashem here at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget to um, uh, like our uh, uh, NSN, Nachum Siegel Network, Facebook update page. We'll be uh, updating it from Israel uh, with all the different things that will be happening um, over the next few hours as we uh, head to Israel with the Nefesh Benefesh flight. And then, of course, tomorrow morning you'll be able to tune in right here at JM in the AM. Uh, we'll be calling in from Israel and sharing some of those thoughts. It's going to be a little bit different than usual. Uh, Nefesh Benefesh has actually sent out an update about their arrival ceremony at Ben Gurion tomorrow morning. It will not be the formal ceremony that we're used to watching. They are uh, discouraging people from coming to the airport based on security concerns. But... Um, the message that the 220-plus Olim are sending to the entire world is as strong as ever, and I'm sure it will be acknowledged in whatever smaller ceremony takes place at the airport tomorrow. We'll, of course, have all of that for you here at JM in the AM as I'll review the entire day 
the entire journey uh, on the air tomorrow morning. And I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, anyway, you want to like the Nahum Siegel Network Facebook update page. It's simply entitled Nahum Siegel Network. Again, that's the Facebook update page. Make sure you like it so you'll be on the news feed or it'll be in your news feed. Any update that we post during this journey. Mayor Weingarten is going to be speaking about the boys that have been lost uh, so far in this battle. Um, he'll spend time on the Israel show between 9 and 10 this morning discussing the soldiers who were lost in the last couple of days. Appropriate music, of course. It's all happening between 9 and 10. We call it the Israel show. You can go to uh, facebook.com slash the Israel show to keep track of what Mayor is posting, especially during the show's hours. And um, we recommend you stay tuned in right after JM and the AM to jmtheam.org, to the NSN app, and listen into the Israel show with the Mayor Weingarten. We travel with Nefesh Benefesh later today, JM and the AM tomorrow with Benjamin Siegel. I'll be calling in at different points and speaking about this amazing journey to the Holy Land. Wednesday, plan on being back right here at JM and the AM. And... Um, Over 220 Olim are heading to Israel, each one young and old with this incredible message that they're ready to go wherever, north, south, east, or west, anywhere in the Holy Land, to transplant their families, lay down their roots, and declare that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. It's an honor to be with that group later today, and we'll tell you more about it right here at JM in the AM.
Format Mondays, we're getting set to travel with Nefesh Benefesh in this historic flight to the Holy Land with over 220 Olim. Uh, I've been reading about some of the protests that are going on, some of them very creative, I must say. Did you read about this protest up in Boston? Very creative. Not only is the enemy creative in what they do to try to harm our people, but in addition to that, their supporters around the world have become very creative in the way they demonstrate and rally, I must say. Kalakavod to those who showed up in Midtown yesterday. Last night, really at a moment's notice, so to speak, there was a um, a rally called for 7th Avenue and 42nd Street in New York City. And to those who were able to make it on a Sunday night in July to that rally and be part of the demonstration, the rally in support of Israel, Kalakavod to you. Uh, many synagogues, I hope, continue to arrange for Tehillim gatherings 
demonstrations, rallies of support on behalf of Israel. Uh, we can't emphasize it enough. And synagogues like B'nai Ashurin and others that we've pointed out continue to um, provide an opportunity for people to support the IDF in unique ways. Get in touch with these shuls. You'll find them all over the place on social media, all of these efforts. Get in touch with them. Visit their websites. Pay for these soldiers to have what they need, whatever it is that the organization is providing for. Take advantage of our opportunity at this time to support Israel in a way like uh, we don't always get a chance to support. Not that we ever want this chance, but you know what I mean. JM in the AM, Kolakavod, to those who are flying today with Nevis Benefesh. There will be some type of welcome at Ben Gurion Airport. It will not be what we're used to. Those who will be watching tonight on the nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il webcam, it will not be the full-fledged celebration. They are not encouraging people to come. They are not encouraging family and friends to be there. They'll be, you'll be able to see people leave the plane and arrive in Israel permanently for the first time. But um, it'll be a little bit different. And maybe that symbolizes the type of time we're going through right now. On one side, strong Aliyah continuing. On the other side, safety and security measures when necessary for our brothers and sisters in Israel. JM in the AM, more coming up on this Monday. Tomorrow, Benjamin Siegel is going to be in studio, and I call in from Israel with a review of this remarkable journey with the 220-plus Olim, 100 of them children, heading to the Holy Land. They're heading to all different areas of Israel. Nothing seems to be able to stop them. Kolakavo to all of them. And we'll have a full report tomorrow on this radio program. Do want to remind you about a couple of community events. Don't forget this coming Monday night, the Museum of Jewish Heritage is the place, the world premiere of this brand-new documentary entitled In One Split Second. Happens a week from tonight at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in downtown Manhattan. Presentations include Rabbi Yisrael Mayor Lau and Malcolm Honline. Information, 718-WITNESS, 718-WITNESS for more information to make your reservations. 718-WITNESS. The Home Run Heroes game happens this coming Wednesday night. Robert Katz will be doing the play-by-play on our stream at the Nahum Siegel Network. Wednesday night will begin about 6.15 from MCU Park. Flapush Hatsala versus the NYPD. There are many sponsors of the event. Information, 516-459-9534. for information on that. That's for Wednesday evening. Want to thank Matis, great edition of JM Sunday yesterday with a very comprehensive English language newscast from Israel. I thank Matis for that. Listen every Sunday on the stream on our network at jmtheam.org. News from Israel in English is a tremendous benefit for a lot of people in our audience, and I enjoyed it tremendously on the way up to Camp Misora yesterday. And greetings to everybody at Camp Misora. You walk into camp, they have a beautiful memorial that flies from the the backstop of their first baseball field with two Israeli flags and remembrances of Ayal, Gilad, and Naftali right there as you enter camp. It's a, it's a shame there has to be that site, but boy, is it a, it is some site. It is something. Uh, we had an amazing day yesterday at Camp Missouri. They are just flying high this summer. So a big greeting to them and a big uh, good morning to them. Lots of folks are listening up there in Camp Missouri on their NSN app. 
and we thank them for that. Mayor Weingarten at 9 o'clock this morning with the Israel Show at jmnam.org. Mayor Weingarten, he'll discuss the soldiers who gave their lives this week on behalf of the Jewish people and play appropriate music. It's all going to be happening between 9 and 10 this morning Eastern Time on our stream right after JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in at jmandtheam.org. And on the app, the brand new NSN app, you'll be glad you did. And uh, was there anything else I wanted to mention during this segment? Um, I think that's it for now. 23 minutes before 9 o'clock, three weeks format at JM in the AM.
Rummy Flom, songs for three weeks here at JMAM, 10 minutes before 9 o'clock on this Monday morning, heading with Nefesh Benefesh on this historic journey later today. I'll be there. Um, Miriam Wallach and I will be representing the Nachum Siegel Network as we embark on this uh, incredible journey. Thank you, Nefesh Benefesh, for including us. This is a... Um, an opportunity to meet some uh, Jewish heroes up close and personal. Over 220 Olim, who despite everything going on, have maintained their conviction and their commitment to heading to Israel this summer on the date they originally chose, Nefesh Benefesh. Not one postponement, not one cancellation. We'll be with these amazing people later on. You'll hear about it tomorrow morning. Benjamin Siegel will be in the studio. I'll be on the phone from Israel at a variety of uh, times during the show. And uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. And make sure to like our uh, Facebook update page, Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to like that page. You can follow everything happening on social media. And um, Mayor Weingarten is coming up. You should like the Israel Show page as well, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Uh, not only is he presenting a great brand new show, which will serve as a memorial for so many of the soldiers who uh, were taken from us over the last couple of days by the enemy. Um, but he posts a lot on the Facebook page, The Israel Show. So like the page so you have it. Security cabinet ministers said Thursday that the IDF may need to reconquer all or part of Gaza to ensure Hamas does not continue to attack Israel. Communications minister Gilad Erdan said during a visit to Ashkelon today, the IDF must continue fighting until it ensures long-term calm. We cannot stop the operation while it is still unclear whether the Gaza Strip will be demilitarized or not. That means the IDF needs to stay in the northern Gaza Strip to ensure quiet, and we will have to reconquer the area near its northern border. The cabinet member added that he hopes there will not be a ceasefire in the coming days until the threat of terror tunnels with which Israel cannot live, is removed. Strategic Affairs Minister Yuval Steinitz visited Ashkelon as well. He said the fighting will continue for a long time and could include more expansions. If we need to, we will take over the whole Gaza Strip. Foreign Affairs Defense Committee Chairman Zev Elkin of Likud said this is not an easy morning. We are all with the families of the fallen and the injured. This is not a simple operation. This is the nature of war, so we are not surprised. According to Elkin, Israel had no choice but to start this operation, which he called the war, and that it will save Israeli lives. This is the national consensus, he added. So how long will it go on for, and uh, till what point 
Will Israeli forces feel it's necessary to continue? That's the question. Defense Minister Moshe Alon told the Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defense Committee Monday that the IDF will call up reservists and continue fighting until quiet is returned. Overnight Sunday, more forces entered Gaza to find terrorist tunnels and new areas of the Strip. Yalon told members of Knesset, saying it is unfortunate that Hamas terrorists harmed IDF soldiers. We are prepared to continue the operation as long as necessary, and if necessary, to enlist more combat forces from the reserves until we bring quiet to the Gaza Strip. Jam in the AM. At seven minutes before the hour, we'll uh, start to wind down our three weeks format Monday. Head to the airport, join the uh, heroes that are going to be with Nefesh Benefesh today. Should be an amazing journey. And we are certainly looking forward to it. Ari Goldwag at JM in the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmdm.org. And we'll be with our brothers and sisters who are heading to Israel permanently later today with Nefesh Benefesh. Tomorrow morning, Benjamin Siegel is going to be here starting at 6 a.m. I'll be checking in from Israel, and we'll report to you on the incredible journey to the Holy Land at this time. Wednesday morning, back here live in studio. Make sure to be tuned in all through the week at JM in the AM. The Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten follows next. He'll discuss the lives and the sacrifice of those Israeli soldiers who the enemy took from us in the last couple of days. And I'll have appropriate musical selections and the Israel show coming up next, jmtheam.org. Speak to you next from Aretz, everybody. Till then, Alchem Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.